So good morning everyone, welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd and as always I'm really encouraged to be serving you, our Father's House community this way, uh, as we share and continue in our Soul Food series for Daily Devotions. This series has been devoted to sharing scriptures that every saint should know. It's verses that we could put in our memory bank as it were and store up and use as powerful reminders to keep our hearts and our faith full for our spiritual journeys. And so we've been sharing on some of those key verses that have meant something special to the, to the pastoral team. Uh, and this morning, I'm going to share one that's meaningful uh, for me personally as well from the letter uh, 2 Peter, uh, chapter 3, verses 8 to 10. Uh, this context of 2 Peter 3 is that the famous apostle Peter is writing to the church about the day of the Lord Jesus, the second coming of Christ, in other words. And he's giving them some encouragements, some warnings, some things to look out for and things to do while they wait for the return of the Lord. And remember, he was writing to the church in a time of great persecution. Uh, in fact, it's believed that Peter was martyred shortly after this letter was written. He was martyred for his faith, as we know. And so it's in the context of looking ahead in hope uh, while we wait for the promise to be fulfilled that he writes this letter. There's a waiting taking place. And we actually touched on this uh, topic in church on Sunday, this past Sunday at Father's House Jabe, and we asked the question, how do we remain hopeful when we seem to be in a delay of some kind? How do we keep hope? How do we keep our faith full when we seem to be in this divine delay, this middle? You know, what's the antidote to the frustration and pain even that we feel when we're in what seems to be this mystery middle between where we've come from or what we've received and what we're hoping for or where we're going? Well, there are some phenomenal words of encouragement used by Peter here that will serve as an encouragement for us today. So let's read a few of these wonderful verses together before sharing a few thoughts with you on the scripture. 2 Peter 3 verses 8 to 10. It says this, Dear friends, don't overlook this one fact. With the Lord, one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like, like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise as some understand delay, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. Man, that is such a powerful verse. And it reveals so much about God's heart and nature and mercy towards us as people, doesn't it? Firstly, uh, according to verse 8, one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like one day. In other words, God is never late on delivering his promises. It's a wonderful reminder of the trustworthiness of God, that everything in God's plan comes at the perfect time. He's not limited by our timelines. We don't have to worry that, you know, that we've missed the boat in some way. God is not bound by our schedule. He made the schedule. <laughs> he created the universe. And it's a wonderful reminder that when we are in relationship with God through his Son, Jesus, we know that everything in our lives falls into the perfect timeline of our Creator. That's really great news for us to receive this morning if we're in the middle of, this, of a waiting season of some kind. Because it, it's true at times that when we're in one of those seasons, I'm sure we've often asked the, asked the question, God, why are you taking so long to answer me? Why does this waiting seem to go on forever? You know, we have this set plan in mind, don't we? That we would like this and this to happen by such and such a date. We have this calculation almost. 
And we tend to have this perfectly worked out plan for ourselves. And then we question God as to why it seems to be taking longer than we had hoped for. Like he is late in delivering his promise. One day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like one day. And it's true that after looking back when we were on the other side, we realized that we could have never planned it as perfectly as it worked out when we saw the hand of God at work in our lives. So we can rest. Friends, we can rest. When we are seemingly stuck in the middle of a divine delay of some kind, waiting for a promise to be fulfilled, whatever that is, may we rest in the hope of knowing that God is perfectly on time in bringing about the fulfillment of what he has promised us. We can take heart. God is not late at all. And then secondly, also, note the reason for this patience, the reason for this this waiting. It's that God desires all to come to repentance. That's the message that we should carry and be available to share with others as we wait. God is merciful, friends. He desires that all should come to a place where we turn away from our sinful ways and turn to God for salvation. And we should carry this message of God's mercy to others. You know, I guess you could say it this way. God's divine delay is evidence of his divine mercy. God's divine delay is evidence of his divine mercy. Friends, I'll close with a final thought from this passage. Uh, You know, we speak often about making space for God in our hearts as part of our vision uh, of Father's house, to host him well. And we add to that that we should also make space for others to host people well so that we can share and grow in our faith together. And isn't isn't it astonishing how God makes space, time, for us to come to repentance to him. It's amazing. God has made space for us to come to repentance, to come to salvation in him. He desires everyone to come to a saving knowledge of the truth. And so let's be his ambassadors today and encourage someone else also to say yes to his open invitation of salvation this morning. Amen. Let's take a moment and close in a word of prayer as we commit ourselves and this message uh, to God. So Father, thank you again for this powerful reminder that you are never late, Lord. Everything is in your perfect timing and we can rest in your hands knowing that you know the beginning from the end, Jesus. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so we just again speak our hope, our faith, our trust in you. And Father, we're sorry where we've wanted to calculate things and force things in our own timelines. This morning, would you give us the wisdom to just let those be in, in your hands and to, and to find that, that sense of hope in knowing that we can trust you because you already know the outcome. Father, thank you for your mercy. We choose to renew our minds this morning and to view those weights as evidences of your mercy, those, those delays as evidences of your mercy, Father. And we also pray for opportunities to, to, to take that which we have received and encourage someone else who's in one of those seasons. Father, thank you that your mercies are new every morning and that your peace transcends all understanding and that your spirit is our God and our help. And we just honor you so much this morning, Father. Thank you for your love. We, we rest completely in your presence this morning and we sing our praises. We declare our praises to you as we sit with this, with this eager hope, this expectation of the fulfillment of that which you have promised. Thank you, Jesus, that you are never, ever late. And we love you. And we ask all of these things in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Father's House family, for joining us this morning. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you again tomorrow morning for daily devotions. God bless everyone.